Welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us, and we hope you are encouraged by today's message. Ooh, y'all ready for another ghost story, everybody? Come on, help me welcome all of our locations, all of our campuses. We are so, so glad that you're with us today at Celebration. Hey, just a couple things. Parents, listen, for that parent night at the end of this month for Riot Night, listen, I'm telling you, we are going to have a very good parking experience for you. We are going to, yes, yes, yes. I was in the line. You know, they tried to get me out of the line. I was in the line. I suffered with you. And uh, we're, we're, our strategy now is there's going to be no more lines. There's going to be pick up uh, and drop off lots. It's going to be a great experience. And also, I just want to say, We've just had some traffic studies uh, done, and you're about to see some, some, even some more improvements right here in our coming and going here at the arena, okay? So we're working hard. We're doing everything we can. Right now, our average times, and, and time yourself. When you get in your car and, and you start to leave, time yourself. See how long, number one, it takes you to get out of the lot. And number two, I'm sorry, OP and St. John's. I just got to do this right now. Y'all, y'all just rejoice in your great parking over there, okay? Okay. Uh, uh, and tell Justin Landry not to run over anybody with a motorcycle. But uh, it's about six minutes out of this lot, and then it takes another five or six minutes to get to like the, the, the interstate, okay? Uh, 295 to get out through the light and all that. So the average time is about 10 to 12 minutes. So just, just go ahead and, and time yourself and let us know. Like some, some are as low as eight minutes. So we've had some as high as 15 minutes. But come on, man, when people are gathering to worship Jesus and all that, that's just, that's part of it. You know what I'm saying? But we're, we're I want you to let, I want to let everyone know at our church, it's important to me. It's important to me that we remove every barrier, every obstacle, every distraction as much as possible because we reach a lot of people. And it's, uh, it's very important to us that everyone has a good experience, you know. So uh, we don't, uh, we, we want the word and worship to take them to the next level. We don't want the word and worship to have to bring them out of something that, you know what I'm saying, they've been put down in. So, uh, hey, look, we're continuing our, 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 our second uh, message here in our Ghost Stories series. I'm really, really excited about this message. So if you have your Bibles or if you have your Bible on your iPhone, you can, you can take them out. You can go to Luke chapter eight. I'm gonna get there in just a few moments. Luke chapter eight, verse 43. But before we get there, everyone remember, kind of picking up where we left off last week, we talked about the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and how those functions, function that what the Holy Spirit is a person, right? The third person of the Trinity, he's not a mysterious force. He's not some type of holy entity. Okay, the Holy Spirit is a person and the Holy Spirit is God, just as the Father is God and the Son is God. And so the Holy Spirit is God and he is God in the earth. The Father is is on his throne in heaven. Jesus is seated at, at the Father's right hand. The Holy Spirit is in the earth. That's what happened on the day of the Pentecost. The Holy Spirit came. And so if you're just kind of a, a Trinity, I call this Trinity 101, you know, understanding the Trinity. You can think of it this way, okay? The Father wills it. The Son declares it. The Holy Spirit makes it happen. The Father wills it. The Son declares it. The Holy Spirit makes it happen. And so today in our second message, we're going to talk about what happens when we encounter the Holy Spirit and specifically take a look at at the power of the Holy Spirit. And I've entitled this message, 
power to the people. Power to the people. So I, I, I might have some good news for some of you. I'm, I'm off of the touch your neighbor, but we're replacing it with a fist bump your neighbor. So fist bump your neighbor right now. Fist bump somebody next to you. Say power to the people. Power to the people. We fist, we're fist bumping power to the people. Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for today, Lord. And we just thank you so much for sending the Holy Spirit, God. And Lord, we're, we're excited about uh, having that encounter with the Holy Spirit and walking in his power. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. All right, now we're gonna get to Luke 8 in just a moment. We got a great ghost story there for you, but let's look at a couple of other scriptures here, all right? Let's go to John chapter 737, okay? So here's Jesus. Jesus begins to, to, to speak here. He's preaching. He's, he's crying out. Jesus stood and cried out. The reason he had to cry out is because there were a lot of crying babies in this story right here. Just a pre-warning if you're in here. Well, on the last day, Jesus, on the great day of the feast, Jesus stood up and cried out saying, if anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart, look at this, will flow rivers. Everybody say rivers. Look at this, rivers of living water. But he spoke this, look, concerning who? The Spirit, the Holy Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. Come on, that's us. Whom would receive for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. And that's why Jesus said, I have to go away. When I go away, I'm going to go back to the Father, and then I can send you the Holy Spirit. And Jesus says, it's going to be, when, when, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, when he fills you, it's going to be these rivers. You're going to have these encounters and, and, and be immersed in these rivers. They're going to be like rivers of living water, okay? So we see rivers. Now let's look at this prophecy in Isaiah 58. It says, look, the Lord will guide you Continually, what does the New Testament say? That we're led by the Spirit. Who are we led by? The Spirit. We're led by the Spirit. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul. Come on, living waters. The Holy Spirit satisfies our soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You should be like a watered garden. Everybody say watered garden. You see the water, the rivers. Here's a garden. And like a spring of water, whose waters, there's that word again, waters, flows, rivers. If you look up that word waters, it's, it's flows, it's rivers, it streams, waters do not fail. Okay, so now we understand this, that everything in the Old Testament, or not everything, but many things in the Old Testament, those are, it, it's a shadow of something in the New Testament. We call those types and shadows. And so we see here that Jesus and John is, is likening the Holy Spirit to what? To rivers to waters, to these flows that you're gonna experience. Here in Isaiah, we see that, that, that there's a prophecy uh, about how as we're led by the Spirit, once again, there's waters and there's a garden. And so we need to ask ourselves this question, where, where does the Bible talk about rivers in the Old Testament, rivers that come into a garden that has, has life and has vibrancy and abundance? Well, there's a great picture of that here in Genesis chapter two. Genesis chapter two, we're gonna look at the Garden of Eden, okay? Now look, it says, now a river, everybody say river. Now a river went out of Eden to water the garden and from there it parted and became four river heads. The name of the first is, is Pishon or Pishon. I can't pronounce these words, just flow with me. 
I can't remember. I heard it in Hebrew. I just, we going with, we going with Pishon, all right? It's my message. That's Cajun Southern that we rolling with that way, all right? <laughs> the name of the verse is Pishon. It is the one which skirts the whole land of Havilah where there is gold. Look at this. Uh, the name of the second river is, is Gihon. It is the one which goes around the whole land of Cush. The name of the third is Tigris, and in, in Hebrew it's Sedekel. It is the one that goes toward the east of Assyria, and the fourth river is Euphrates. Now go back to the first. So, so let me unpack this. Okay, so there's four rivers here. What it says here is that there's this garden, the Garden of Eden right here, and these four rivers kind of converge right here in the garden, which by the way, a footnote, okay, there's a great new show on the Science Channel. That's right, your pastor watches the Science Channel. Uh, a great a call called What on Earth? And basically what it's about is now there's all these mili former military satellites that are declassified. And so they get all these amazing pictures of the earth with all these different gradient pictures and stuff like that. And the show that was just on this past week, they had a whole thing on the Garden of Eden because, you know, the Tigris is there. That's in Iraq right now. The Euphrates is there right there in the Middle East. But they've always wondered, okay, where are, are, the, are the Pishon and the, and the Gaishon? And... Uh, and, and so now with these satellite images, they can see where those riverbeds were. They get these clear pictures of rivers that were there thousands ago. And so they can see where the four rivers converge, where would be the Garden of Eden. And they all converge right now under, under the Persian Gulf. So it's, remember, there was a flood. This is post-flood. And so they converge under the Persian Gulf. Okay, so that's, that's my science channel little thing for you today. It's not a Christian channel. It's a science channel. But come on, hey, listen, the best science you can learn is right out of the Bible. It's all there in God's truth, okay? But look, so watch this. Go, go, go to the first river. Look at these four rivers here, all right? Or, or let's talk, talk, talk about this. What are we calling this? Oh, I know what we can call it. Fish on. You know, fish on. Everybody have a fish on. No. That's, I can remember it either. So, so the first is fish on. <laughs> and it's awesome. Are you ready for this? Watch what this river means. What the, what's the definition of this river? Fish on. Look at this. It means to increase, build up, or refresh. It is a river of refreshing. When we encounter the Holy Spirit, what does the Holy Spirit want to do? He wants to increase us. He wants to build us up in our most holy faith. He, he wants to refresh us. What did the prophet say? Times of refreshing will come. It almost, this almost implies kind of get you caught up to speed or, or get you back to a place of strength. It's a river of refreshing. Look at the next one, the, the Gishon or the Gihon. Look, look what this means. Gihon, to bring forth, to reveal. Come on, a river of revelation. What happens when the Holy Spirit comes upon us? We get revelation into the Word of God. He reveals to us who Jesus is. Look at the next one, the Tigris. The Tigris means vehement or rapid. It's, 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 it's a strong river, very vibrant with a lot of rapids. You can think of the name Tiger. It's strong. It's a, it's a river of power. When we encounter the Holy Spirit, you know, we, we encounter the power of God. And look at the Euphrates here. I love this. The Euphrates means fruitfulness or breakthrough. Come on, when you encounter the Holy Spirit, you get a breakthrough. What, what, what's, what, the Bible says what? The fruit of the Spirit. So here's what we see. When we encounter the Holy Spirit, 
It's as if God wants us to immerse us in these rivers, okay? We'll watch, we'll have, we'll have rivers of refreshing. Come on, how many of you need some refreshing in your life? How many of you need some increase in your life? Guess what? The Holy Spirit makes that happen. He makes that happen. How many of you need some fresh revelation in your life, wisdom from God, knowing Jesus, the Holy Spirit makes that happen? How many of you need the power of God in your life to, to heal and to open doors and close doors? The Holy Spirit makes that happen. And of course, all of us, what we want more fruit of the Holy Spirit. We want breakthrough, we wanna be fruitful, we want more what, love, joy, peace, righteousness, all those things that are the fruit of the Spirit. And so look, look, when we encounter the Holy Spirit, we, we, we immerse ourselves in these rivers, and we're gonna look at a ghost story here, okay? We're gonna see an encounter that a woman has with Jesus, but has with the Holy Spirit as well, uh, uh, where, where these four things happen. But what I specifically kinda wanna focus, focus on right now for the next few minutes is just us having an understanding of, of, of power, where it talks about the Tigris, a river of power. Let's just do this, when it talks about do a little review here. Go to, go to Acts 10.38. Remember this from last week? It says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with what? The Holy Spirit and with power. Remember when Jesus came to earth, he didn't do his miracles as his preexistent divine power as the Son of God. He emptied himself, Philippians says, and he was anointed of the, with the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit and the power that comes with the Holy Spirit. And all the miracles that Jesus did, he did by faith. Everything that Jesus did, he did by faith. Wow, yet he was without sin and fully obeyed God. Come on, what a savior we serve, man. Mm. So look, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Okay, now look at this here. Look, look, now, now this is where Jesus says how he's doing miracles, how people are encountering the power of God. Jesus says, but if I cast out demons by what? The Spirit of God. Surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. So here's Jesus saying, the way that I'm doing miracles is by who? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit makes it happen. Now look at, look at Acts 1.8, look. Okay, now it's getting good, all right? It's turning to us. Look what, look what it says, but you shall receive power. Everybody say power. Power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You shall be my witnesses. You shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Okay, you shall receive power. Let me give you a definition of this word power. It means dunamis. Look at this. Ability. Capability. How many of you need, need, need ability? This is supernatural ability. See, this is, I call this the difference maker. This is supernatural ability, enlarged capability. Look at this, strength, might, miracle, violence, vehement. Remember what that definition was of the Tigris River? So, so here's what God is saying to us, to, to his people. Watch this. When you encounter the Holy Spirit, you're going to immerse yourselves in these rivers, and God is going to give you power. Listen, he's going to give you ability. I don't care what your education level is. Education is very important, but you know what? God will give you supernatural ability. Your education is not your limiter. What? 
I, I don't care, maybe, maybe you're a businessman and, and you're competitors and in the natural you look hemmed in and, but God's told you to start this business and all that. Listen, it doesn't matter what's happening in the natural. You know why? Because you have supernatural ability and capability. God know, God's gonna give you strength. He's gonna give you might. Are you following me? It doesn't matter what your past is, what your background is, what you're facing right now. Do you understand when Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit, you know what he was saying? The limitations are off. From now on, you're doing my will. You're going to do what I've called you to do. Come on. You're, you're, watch, watch. You're no longer a slave. No longer are those things going to have captivity over you. It doesn't matter what, what was, what's going on, those dynamics in your family. Listen, I've got a purpose for you. I've got a plan for you. You're not going to be hemmed in or limited by the natural things or natural circumstances. No, I'm going to give you dunamis. I'm going to give you supernatural power. You can think this is where we get the word dunamis. What do we get? Dynamo, dynamite. He's dynamite. What was that? Where'd that come from? A JJ Walker, good time, dynamite. So watch this. this. This is what Jesus does. Now, 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 here's this in action when he was on the earth. Watch, anointed by the Holy Spirit. Look at this. Whole multitudes sought to touch him for look, for power, dunamis. Power went out from him and healed them all. One of the major purposes and focuses of Jesus' mission, and it's still that today, is watch. Jesus wants to give power to his people. He wants to give power to the people. Come on, fist bump somebody and say, it's power to the people. It's power to the people. This is the original power to the people right here. All right, are y'all ready for a ghost story? Y'all ready for a good ghost story? Come on, you ready for a good ghost story? Here we go. Okay, let's look at Luke chapter eight. Oh, this is a good one. Mm, mm. This is gonna be a scary one. Scary for the devil when you get this revelation of how God wants to give you power. Look at this. Now a woman, having a flow of blood for 12 years, who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any, came from behind and touched the border or the hem of his gar garment, and immediately the flow of blood stopped. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, yeah, let's go and read it through, okay. And Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, master, the multitudes and throngs press you, and you say, who touched me? But Jesus said, look, somebody touched me for I perceive what? Dunamis. Somebody got ability, strength, a miracle, lifting, super, somebody, I, I felt that power go out from me. Now, I could go real deep here. So imagine this. Jesus is walking. Power goes out from him. He doesn't even know about it. He didn't even know where the woman was. He didn't know anything like that. He just felt it. Why? This is how you understand. But guess who did see the woman? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. 
How did you, what? See, do, do you see? The Holy Spirit makes it happen. He was anointed of the Holy Spirit. I, I perceive power going out from me. Keep going. It says, now when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling, falling down before him. She declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and she was healed immediately. Look at this. And he said to her, daughter, be of good cheer. Oh, this is so good. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. I want you to go back to the top. Go back to verse 43 there. So watch this. Let me, let me unpack this a little bit. So here's this woman, all right? Now, this woman is unclean. She's got this disease. She's got this issue. She's not dead, but she's probably on her way. She spent everything that she can on doctors and all this kind of stuff. She cannot get healed. She cannot get relief. Now watch this. According to the law of Moses, this woman was unclean. So guess what? She could not touch anybody. Neither could anyone touch her. Okay? But this woman, watch. So here's these natural limitations. Not only does she have this, this disease, this issue, okay, that's killing her. Guess what? She's got these natural limitations that she, she, she can't even touch anybody. She can't even get to the source. Come on, aren't you glad that the Holy Spirit removes those limitations? <laughs> keep, keep, keep going here, keep going here. She, oh, I love this. She came from behind and touched the border of his garment. You see what I'm saying? Watch, watch. This, look, this woman, like she had had enough. She got desperate. She was like, finally, I'm going to be able to participate in touch your neighbor. I've been all these years. <laughs> look at this. All, the, all these years, I see Jesus preaching, and everybody, when he says, touch your neighbor, everybody's able to touch your neighbor. I've never been able to participate and touch your neighbor. The lesson from this story is this. Don't you ever take for granted when I allow you to touch your neighbor and say something like that, all right? Mm. I'm going to let y'all fist bump, though. That's, that's the compromise, okay? Fist bump. It's not quite as... All right, so, no, 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 go back, go back. Yeah, look, look, I like this. The first thing, okay, she came from behind. She came from behind. See, sometimes in life, doesn't it feel like you're always coming from behind? You're trying to catch up. You might be here today, watch this, you, you feel like you're behind. You're behind in where you should be and where you want to be. Maybe, maybe, maybe debt's pushed you back. Maybe, maybe it's not a healing issue, but some, watch this. Something has pushed you back, and you always feel like you're trying to catch up. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying? Is anybody hearing what I'm saying? Mm. You're trying to catch up. It's like you're always coming from behind. You're always coming from behind. I've got good news for you. When you encounter the rivers of the Holy Spirit, you know what that first river was? The river of increase. The river of refreshing. As I said, you look at that, it means kind of bringing back to a place of strength. Oh, you might feel like you're always coming from behind, but guess what? The Holy Spirit wants to bring you back to a place of strength. Come on, the Holy Spirit. Oh, you're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. 
See, some of you, you've been playing catch up, catch up, catch up. Some of you have been trying to catch up all your life. Catch up to this. Catch up to where you want to be. Catch up. Get, get ahead. All those kind of things. You've never been able to do it because you've never learned how to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit that wants to bring you a river, a river of increase, a river of refreshing. Come on, fist, fist bump somebody. Say, it's time to catch up. It's time to catch up. It's time to catch up. Mm. Man, I could preach on that. Can you imagine that? In fact, I will, just a few more minutes. You talk about a woman that all her life, think 12 years, felt like she's always behind. Behind socially, economically, physically, in her body, and she's always trying to catch up, maybe this doctor, maybe this time it'll work, this time. She's worn out. She's tired. Does anybody ever get worn out or tired? Because you just don't feel like you can ever catch up or get ahead. You just, man, you, you need, you need refreshing. You need a river of refreshing. So I have good news for you. If you feel like that you're one of those people that you're always trying to catch up, guess what? The Holy Spirit wants to bring a river of refreshing to your life in this, this series and, and, and get you back to a place of strength. So look at this. Look, it says, uh, she came from behind, look, and touched. See, she did it. She's like, I'm participating in this touch your neighbor. She touched, look, the border of his garment, the border of his garment. Now, let me tell you about the border of Jesus's garment, as Jewish males, Jewish men uh, did back in these days. On the border of his garment, there would be the hem. Some translations, I think, even say she, she touched the hem of his garment. And then there were also the tassels, okay? So the hem of a man's garment, that would have his family seal, his crest. It represented his identity, whose family he was from. It represented his authority. And so, you know, sometimes even if he was signing his name to a, a, a binding document, he would press in the hem of his garment into a piece of clay, okay? And then there's also the tassels. The tassels represented the Torah. They were blue and white. Blue representing heaven, white representing purity. It represented the Torah, the law, the word of God always reminding people that God's word was the ultimate authority. Amen. That regardless of what life was saying or what natural things were saying, God's word had the final say. Here's a woman coming from behind. Watch this. You know what she, here comes Jesus walking through the crowd. She locks on. Remember, the Holy Spirit sees her. The Holy Spirit's going to make this. She locks on. She sees the hem of his garment. You know, you know who's going? Jesus. She sees authority in the name of Jesus. And she's reminded, looking at those tassels, that God's word has all authority in her life. Her disease does not have authority in her life. Her setback does not have authority in her life. Her sin does not have authority in her life. And what? 
she got a, a river of revelation came her way. The Gihon, the river of revelation came her way. She says, oh no, I know there's authority in the name of Jesus and I know God's word has the final say on my condition. I'm gonna touch, oh, I'm gonna touch more than a neighbor. I'm gonna touch a friend who sticks closer than a brother. I'm gonna touch. Oh, come on, give God a hand. Give Jesus a hand. Man. Right off the bat, river of refreshing, river of revelation. She reaches out, watch. She touches him. And this is just a side note. Remember this. God will always meet you at the level of your expectation. That's why it's so important when you come to, to church, you don't just... Just come in. I mean, I could do a whole nother message on this story. This, this is a type and shadow of a church service. Come on, there's throngs of people everywhere. I don't know what the parking situation was in this gathering, but. <laughs> Watch this. This woman came to church to mean business. The Holy Spirit's going to be here. I'm going to get serious about God. You know what? Listen, watch, watch, watch. I had this word. God spoke this to me. Uh, this morning when I was praying about this service. And I felt like God wanted me to tell some of you that some of you, you're so close to a miracle watch, all it takes is you getting serious with God. Some of you just aren't serious enough with God. You're not serious enough. Watch, you're spending all kind of energy worrying why don't you take that same energy and spend it worshiping and thanking God? Come on, turn your worry into worship and get serious. Get serious with God. Man, when I get into my prayer calls, I get serious with God. I get serious with God about our parking. I get serious with God about, I do. I get serious, like, Lord, you've got to help us here. We're reaching people. I get serious with God about you. I pray, oh God, I pray for every single member and attender of Celebration Church. God, I pray, Lord, silence the voice of the enemy in their minds. Let them hear your voice loud and clear. When I'm, when I'm praying for Carrie, my wife, when I'm praying for my kids, I've learned, listen, get serious. It's better to get serious with God for just a few moments, a few minutes, than to be lackadaisical. And, 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 you know, whatever for an hour. But some of you just got to get serious. This woman, she just got serious. She got serious. Look, I love this. Look, so she touched it like this. And immediately her flow of blood stopped. Mm. She was in a bad flow. She had a bad flow. Come on, can anybody else relate? You've been in a bad flow. You've been in a difficult season. Come on, you've been in, you've been, you, you, you're in a bad flow. How many of you know what I'm talking about? We, we, we get in seasons, we're just like, we're, we're in a bad flow, man. There's a lot coming against you. There's a lot going on. Look, I, we're in a bad flow, so watch this. Here's the good news. If you're in a bad flow, there's another flow that awaits. There's another river that awaits. Do you see what I'm saying? Watch. When her bad flow met the rivers of the Holy Spirit, met the flow of God, guess what? It was that flow stopped and God's flow went in. 
Look. Come on, how many, how many of you, you need a new flow? You need a new flow in life. You need to get in a new flow. Watch this, watch, watch, watch. The Holy Spirit wants to get you in a new flow. He wants to stop the bad flow. He wants to get you in a new flow. Keep, keep going, so look what, look what happens. And Jesus said, look, who touched me? Who touched me? I, I didn't even know that we said, touch your neighbor. Who touched me when all, <laughs> when all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes throng and press you, and you say, who touched me? Can you see Peter? Don't you love Peter? I love Peter, man. If you ever need someone to put his foot in his mouth, it's going to be Peter. You know? Spirit's like, come on, Lord, there's hundreds, thousands of people. They're all pressing in. It's, it's, touch your neighbors out of control right now. Everybody, they're all, you're like, what, what do you mean? What do you, what, what, what do you mean who, who, who touched you? Here's what I want to say to that. Watch. See, many people, when we come to God, even in church, we come to God, watch. There's a throng. There's a multitude. Many people are reaching for God, but not everybody's really touching God. So if you want to encounter the Holy Spirit, if you want your bad flows to stop, and God's river to start, what? You have to learn, like this woman, how to, I'm not just going to come in and kind of spectate with the multitudes. You know, we're kind of here, yeah, I'm here kind of reaching out to God. No, you have to learn how to touch God. You have to learn how to just for a few moments in worship and then in the word, just get serious and dial in. Say, Lord, I need a touch from you. I want to feel your presence, God. Lord, I, I need this bad flow to stop. I need your good flow to come in my life. Lord, I, I need that, that river of revelation. I need that river of refreshing. He said, what? Look, he said, Jesus, somebody touch me for I perceive power going out for me. There it is right there. Shoot. So she got the river of refreshing, the river of revelation, and the river of power right here. Why? She got serious. She got serious. She touched him. Now look what, I love this. So the woman saw that she was not hidden. She came trembling and falling down before him. Oh, this is so good. She declared to him in the presence of all the people. What a testimony. What does the Holy Spirit do so that we can be witnesses? Do you see the Holy Spirit in this story? This is a great ghost story, Holy Ghost story. Look, in the presence of all the people, the reason she had touched him and she was healed, watch, 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 I love this. Healed, look, immediately, immediately. Now, now let me say this, there are many things that are a process, but you know, sometimes God, God does do some things Immediately. When the Holy Spirit fell on the day of Pentecost, you know what it said? I mean, they've been waiting, 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 waiting. You know what I'm saying? Days, 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 days. All of a sudden, it says, and suddenly, and suddenly. This is the awesome thing. And here's when you, you know, I could, I could stand up here, I could tell you about these, these encounters, these experiences that I've had with the Holy Spirit. And it's like sometimes, you know, you're pressing and you're all this kind of stuff and, and, and you're, you know, you're, you're pressing in and you're, you know, you're doing your best and you're growing and all that stuff. But then all of, but then all of a sudden, a suddenly and immediately, 
guess what will happen? What was the Euphrates? Breakthrough. Breakthrough. And what else? Fruitfulness. Look at that. Look. Healed immediately. She got her breakthrough. Keep going. Look. He said to her, what daughter be of good cheer? What, what, what is the kingdom of God? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Look, your faith has made you well. What does he say? Go in peace. The fruits of the Holy Spirit. What? Love, joy, peace. The Euphrates, the fourth river, what? It means breakthrough. It means fruitfulness. Oh, come on. God wants to give you a breakthrough. He wants to give you a suddenly. He wants to give you an immediately. Watch this. So that the fruit of the Holy Spirit, come on, joy, peace, all of those things can start to, start to happen in your life. Come on, I want to get in the Holy Spirit right now. Let's go. Let's get this thing going. Where, 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 am I, where, am I, where are we at? Come on, I don't, that's not what I'm looking for. Let's go, let's go. Here's what I want to say. Watch this. Here's what I want to say, watch. This woman, she went in with pain, but she came out with peace. Watch, watch, watch. She went in with pain, she came out with peace. There's a river that flows. There's a river that flows. There is a river that makes glad the people of God. And no matter what pain that you're in, when you encounter the Holy Spirit, there's going to be a river of refreshing, a river of revelation, a river of power, a river of breakthrough and fruitfulness. You're going to go in that river with pain. Oh, but you're going to come up out in peace. Come on. Come on. Let's give it up for God. Come on. Come on. Come on. you to bow your heads, bow your heads, just a few moments, just a few moments and we'll be done, but I need everybody just to tune in right now. How many of you, be honest, be honest, how many of you would say, Stovall, I can really identify with that woman in the sense that, man, I feel like I'm, I'm always trying to catch up, I'm always coming from behind. If that's you, will you just lift a hand right now wherever you are? Wow, so many people. 
So many people. You can put those hands down. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you, as we continue in this series, and we're going to have a night where we pray, where it's actually called an encounter night in a couple of weeks. We're going to pray for you to have an encounter like this woman. Now, it's going to look different, but an encounter where you immerse yourselves in the rivers, immerse yourself in the Holy Spirit. And here's what I want you to know. Here's what I, want, here's what I need from everyone. I just need you to get serious about God. I need you to get serious about your faith. When you walk out here, you know what? No matter what limitations, no matter what pain you're in, I want your confession to be, you know what? I might be in pain right now, but you know what? I'm walking in the Holy Spirit. I'm walking in the rivers of the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to go in in pain, but I'm coming out with peace. I need you to get your, 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 your faith seriousness about God because I'm telling you he's going to touch you he's going to heal you he's going to bring those times of refreshing bow your heads bow your heads real, real quick one more thing let me ask you this how many of you would say this you'd say Stovall I'm 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 just not serious about God like you know I come to church maybe you're kind of one of those people I talked about you know you kind of come and you know, you're here kind of reaching for God, but you've never really gotten serious about Jesus, about Him being your Lord and Savior. And I, and I understand you might believe in Jesus, but you know who I'm talking to. Like, you need to get serious with Jesus. You need to really surrender your life to Jesus. So if that's you, if you say, Stova, I, I need a real surrender to Jesus. Or maybe you walked with God, you were surrendered at one time, but man, you've You've really drifted from God, and you need, to, you need to come back to Him right now. Listen, times of refreshing will come, but you've got to really surrender to Jesus. If that's you, if you say, Stovall, I need, I, need I need to really surrender to Jesus, I want you to put your hand up right now, wherever you are, at all of our locations. Hands are going up all over the place. Here's what we're going to do. Look up here. Look up here. If you raise your hand, if you need to surrender your life to Jesus, really make him your Lord and Savior, or recommit your life to him at all of our locations on the count of three, I want you to come right down uh, to the front. And our campus pastors are going to be there to help you, and we are going to end this with a power prayer. You're getting surrendered to Jesus, and times of refreshing are going to refreshing are going to come. Ready? I'm on the count of three, you get down here. I'm not going to do this again. A public declaration of your faith is so important. Are you ready? One, two, three. Come on down here right now. Give my hand, everybody. Come on down here. You need to surrender. You need to really surrender. Come on down here. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Come on. Keep coming. Orange Park. Orange Park. Keep coming. St. John's. Keep coming. Keep coming. You need to surrender. Come on. Give, give my hand, everybody. Hey, another thing. Another thing, if you gave your life, if you if you gave your life to Jesus on Easter, but you haven't like done a public declaration of your faith, you need to get down here, okay? You, you need to get down. Yeah, come on. Come on, give my hand, everybody. Come on. Man. Oh, the Holy Spirit's about to make some stuff happen. Come on, everybody. Okay.
Okay. You coming? I saw you. We're not leaving anybody behind. Anybody else? We're not leaving anybody behind. The Holy Spirit sees you. Anybody else? Anybody else? Come on, give my hand. I think we got a couple more coming down, maybe. Okay, so. So, okay, Orange Park. Orange Park and St. John's, hang with me right here. Let me ask this question, okay? This is for all of our campuses. How many of you up here at the altar, you, just, just be honest, man, I've been right there with you. How many of you, you'd say, Stovall, I don't know if I've ever, like, I, I believe in Jesus, I know he's the son of God, but I don't know if I've ever really surrendered, really surrendered my life to Jesus, where he's, he's not, you know, he, he's like, Lord, would you raise your hand if you don't know if you've ever, look at all the hands up, all the hands up right here. Look at all, raise them high. Orange Park, St. John's, yeah, raise them high. Okay, great. How many, you can put them down, you can put them down. How many of you would say this? How many of you would say, Stovall, I've, you know, I, I really did surrender my life to Jesus as my Lord and Savior, but I've, I've drifted, I've drifted from God and I need to get back and get serious with God. Is that you, you raise your hand. Come on, give my hand everybody, look at this. Isn't this great? Awesome. So here's what I'm gonna do, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna lead you in a prayer, okay? Uh, OP and St. John's, everybody, we're gonna do all this prayer together. Congregation, y'all are gonna help, right? We're all gonna pray this prayer together. As, as a declaration of faith. And if you're up here, I just want you to repeat this prayer and mean it with all your heart. Guess what? The Holy Spirit's here. The Holy Spirit is here. He's about to make some awesome things happen in your life. Times of refreshing are about to come because you're surrendering to Jesus. That's the foundation for having a powerful encounter with the Holy Spirit. So say this prayer. Church, help me along. Everybody say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I surrender. I surrender all. I surrender my life to you and you alone. Jesus, I repent of my sin and I thank you for forgiveness and everlasting life. Lord, fill me with the Holy Spirit that times of refreshing may come into my life. Lord, I thank you for a fresh start, for a new day. From this day forward, I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Awesome. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information about Celebration Church or to get in touch with us, please visit celebration.org.